Hello, 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 and welcome again to another episode of the, uh, oh, I don't even know what we're called anymore. We were the Dan and Zick podcast, Dan and Zick Pick a Flick podcast. We were three nerds in a movie. I think we're going back to three nerds in a movie because, I mean, we're three nerds and we're talking about movies, so it seems to fit, and that is us. We're officially back again to three nerds in a movie. Uh, this is, uh, your wonderful host again, uh, Mark Zick here, sitting here, uh, from the basement of our, uh, uh, of the esteemed host to my right, uh, which is Jake, if you want to go ahead and, uh, say hi, Jake. Yeah, I can't wave at the microphone, that doesn't do anything. No, they can't see that. Jake, Victor, whatever. Whatever you want to say. Phone's going off, sorry. That's all right, and uh, of course, uh, over to my left we have uh, the other original member, Dan. Go ahead and say hello. Get your voice out there. Hello, hello, hello. All right, so we are here uh, here tonight to oh, not quite wrap up our our decade our, our decade journey, but uh, wrap up this portion of it anyway of our of our two two films a year. Because uh, once we get to 2019, that's going to be a whole other story, just as there's too much to wrap up into two films. Uh, a lot of these years felt that way, but 2019 is truly something different. From so many endings to uh, to storied franchises, to wonderful new beginnings as well, and just continuations of things that you love. And I have to see a lot more movies before we do that one. Apparently. Yeah. Well... We have seen Endgame have... and uh, Rise of Skywalker so far this year. It doesn't quite have to be figure out <laughs> the format, but anyway, uh, we have a lot of uh, similarities in uh, this this week's uh, uh, talk. We're doing, of course, the years of 2016, 2017, and 2018, and uh, I'll go ahead and throw out my first film. Uh, this was. Easily my top of the uh, of the year, and one that I saw uh, more than once in theaters, uh, and of course own and had the the pop fun codes for them as well. This is La La Land, uh, starring Ryan Gosling and uh, Emma Stone. Uh, this is entirely set in uh, in Hollywood. Uh, uh, a love story, a, a fantasy, fantasy story that, um, I mean, just one of those that, uh, I'm trying to think of the words here. Sorry, it's not coming to me. Uh, no, nobody else has seen this, so nope. it's just me talking now. <laughs> yep. Well, say something. No, I my cup He's trying to think, but I'm sure our talking will just distract him. But um, right, it it, it oh, seemed like a good movie. I mean, right. it was nominated for what Best Picture? Yes, and there was some confusion at the Oscars that year because oh, they, that's they right, that it actually did win Best Picture, but uh, but it did not. Moonlight was the actual winner of the Best Picture. Yeah, but, Moonlight did not get as good of an ovation. Well, that's because <laughs> that's nobody knew what to do. The entire the entire cast and everything of La La Land was on the stage at that point. Uh, the guy no, handing out envelopes. One of the old classic uh, classic movies from the old fifties like, and sixties, stuff like that. The old movie musicals with uh, the grandeur and settings of 
just dancing on top of your cars in the middle of the freeway in, in L.A., which, of course, is never going to happen, but it's it's fun to see on film because it's just an entirely stopped highway, and as far as you can see, people dancing on their cars. And I mean, I'm pretty sure you could do that. There are a lot of traffic mm-hmm. jams. You just have a lot of angry people. Right. It's something that was definitely interesting to see. Uh the the guest stars in this you have John Legend, uh, J.K. Simmons. This is actually the next year after uh, he won his Best Supporting Actor for Whiplash, uh, and this is the same director as Whiplash, uh, Damien Chazelle. Uh, so yeah, Ryan Gosling plays Sebastian, Emma Stone, Mia. Lovers find each other in the usual way, court each other. Movie musical. Boy meets girl. Girl meets boy. They fall in love. Fall out of love. What's more to say about a movie musical with love stories? <laughs> Assuming nothing blows up then? Nothing blows up? No. All right. <clears throat> Just want to get that clear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. I believe you to uh, share this next film. Why don't you go ahead and one of you... Uh, yeah, 2016, fucking Doctor Strange, man. I mean, always been a fan of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, to actually get to see it on film and see everything come together with what they have for CGI today. Right, to see <laughs> Marvel go from superhero to more of the magical side of things and get a little bit more into... Oh, Could there yeah. actually potentially be a multiverse type of deal going on here? And just the performances are great. I mean, Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch as... Right, you the can't titular get, character, Doctor Stephen Strange. You can't go wrong with that. Oh, he was so good. Tilda Swindon as his as his trainer. Yep. Fucking, yeah, I cannot well. say his name, but Chattawali Ejafor or whatever would, it would is. You, would you like to do the you're our name guy here, Mark? As as Mordo. Ejafor. Uh, yeah, Ejafor. I was close. Yeah. Um, Seriously, an amazing I actor. Mean, I remember him from the Serenity movie. The oh. bad guy in that. I was a big fan of Firefly once I actually watched it. So. And Michael Stuhlberg, he, he's made his way into a lot of, like, yep. just everything in these last few years. Benedict Wong is that... Oh, yeah. ...in their relationship together, you know. Oh, you only got one name. Like, Cher? Or what is he? Yeah, no. Like, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. And, of course, Maz Mickelson is just always great. Another one. He's in, in everything. Oh, yeah, he's in everything, but, but he's the, good in everything, yep. so... Yeah, this movie just opened up the Marvel Universe completely. Yeah. And I, I love it. It's so much for the better. Yep. I was waiting for it. And when it finally came out, I was very happy. You know, I had to watch it in the front row, looking like this, with a really <laughs> drunk dude right next to me. And he, like, forgets half the movie because he was so drunk. Type of deal. That'll happen. Yeah. Every, you know. <laughs> Gave you those Inception vibes at points when they started flipping things around and doing all that stuff, but other than that... It's one of those films that'll make you forget that uh, Cumberbatch has a British accent in real life. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's so many of those. There's almost been a British invasion that we're just not aware oh, yeah. of. I mean, The Walking yeah. Dead, Christian oh, all yeah. British. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Except for, uh, well... Yeah. I mean, if, uh, you know, the guy from Boondock Saints there, why his name is escaping me in this Norman moment. Reeves. Thank you. If he actually comes out with a British accent, I will drop dead. Yeah. Sean Patrick Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, the, the effects were great. The story was great. You know, it was another origin story, but it's fine. I 
You know, right, they but need when to we introduce all the yet. characters and stuff, so. Plus, it sets up such that great scene in Thor Ragnarok where Loki and Thor just stand there and the portal starts like showing up and Thor's like, what are you doing? He's like, this isn't me! Yeah, this isn't me. <laughs> I've been falling for 20 minutes! Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, just more Loki and Doctor Strange. I would take that all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be a hell of a battle. Yep. Definitely yeah. a good one. So, all right, so we Strange all is... three have the same for the next one. Is that the deal? Yeah. I, oh. Yep. All three pick this one, so obviously it's uh, it's a good one. <laughs> We're gonna say this is uh, Star Wars. Uh, what is the, what is the official title of this? Star Wars. A Star Wars story. Ro- Rogue, 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 Rogue One. A Star, Star Wars, Wars story. story. Yes. Fucking uh, greatness. That is for now, as uh, you know, with Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, right. and, like and clear, clearing up a, uh, a huge, huge plot hole from the original trilogy of why they would build an exhaust port with a direct link to blow up the Death Star. Here it's answered. Right. For, for a movie that was basically all original story, it has a lot of picture right in the nostalgia feels. Oh, definitely, and I love it. There's a there's a darkness to it that that makes you think of Empire Strikes Back, and just sort of the hopelessness of it all too. Is like you, you know, going into it, what's going to happen? Because obviously, you've only heard of maybe one or two people <laughs> in the entire in the entire movie. So anyone else is like, well, who the fuck are these guys? We don't like obviously they're not going to survive or anything like that. It's we would have we would have heard about them. We would have seen them in in the other trilogies, right? Especially once you see where the you know ending occurs in the timeline of Star Wars, right? Right. Yeah, you kind of went in knowing, you know, okay, this is a story about how they stole the Death Star plans. Exactly. It's probably not going to work out that good for them, and but the performances definitely made it just on point. To the and, point of, yeah, you got so involved in these characters that you had no idea who they were. You know, I am one with the force, the force is with me. I'm one oh with my the god, he, one of my one favorite characters. Donnie Yang. Donnie Yang. Not, yeah. not to mention, it opens up and you see a whole bunch of different worlds in the Star Wars universe, right. bringing a few more things into canon. Yes. Jakku was cool. But another part of this movie that makes this great is outside of uh, Star Wars Fallen Order, where do you actually get to see Vader unleash his true power? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that that end scene where he's just clearing through everyone in his path. Oh yeah, yeah. nothing is stopping him. Yeah, using his force power and just using a lightsaber the way it should be used against people who aren't wielding them. So like normally you get lightsaber versus lightsaber. Right. Not this time. Now, no. the, the, this literally looks like a horde video game. Like, and he's in Left for Dead, and he's yeah. just swinging in circles, <laughs> leading to it's Dynasty Warriors. There's a death a count in the corner, right? Of course, <laughs> leading up to Leia turning around there, which I thought they did a good job with the CGI as far as Peter Cushing. Was oh concerned. yeah, you know, Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Oh Tarkin. Like, oh yeah. It wasn't great. too. It, you could tell, but it wasn't. Offensive. No, he was a little. He was a little stiff. Yeah, that, it wasn't that was like offensive it. to my eyes to look at it, and you know, all right, this is his voice speaking at least, you know, recreated, and, and it's a small part. They don't overdo exactly. it with it. 
And it's another one with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Uh, I was about to mention him. Yeah, of course, like we said, he shows up in everything. I mean, he actually plays, I mean, the, one the, of the most biggest part. characters um, in the Star Wars saga. Right. Like, he's the one who builds that exhaust port with the... Um, built in a flaw. Exactly. Built in the flaw to take them down. Now, who who plays the bad guy in that? Ben Mendelsohn, I believe? Yep. Yeah. Seriously, best bad guy of like the last oh, five years. Good. Definitely. Alan they Tudyk. Were all good. Alan, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. Yeah. One SKS. dick ain't enough. He needs two dicks. He plays a K two. That was yeah. <laughs> I forgot Felicity about Jones, that. Jones, Jin Erso, Diego Luna. Yep. Forrest Whitaker, Sagarera. Ah, uh, Sagarera. I mean, Forrest Whitaker's always good. Yep. Can never go wrong. You know, and his performance in Jedi Fallen Order has been awesome. Oh yes. You know, that's just good. That game is amazing. Yeah, Rogue One, man, it was just great. Everything, you know, we it was just so good. We saw it in one of those D box theaters where the seats move and stuff, so it was That's right, yeah. That was crazy. Some of those flying around scenes and stuff while you're doing that was a little bit too much, but it was <laughs> it definitely felt like you were right in it. I, yeah, it was I do so, not you know, I was to... in tears at the end for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Even though I knew it was gonna end that way. Right. That's how you know a movie did right, though, when you care about the characters. Right. Horror right. movies get this wrong way too much. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the characters, it's a slaughter fest. Right. right. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, now yeah, we I mean, begin three, to differ. All three of us yeah, we all agree, name. you know, we're all big Star Wars fans anyways, so... You know, there had to be at least one Star Wars on here. It won't be the last. Well, there you go. There's spoilers. Dum, dum. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. Well, jumping into 2017 then. Why 2017. Jump a, following right up on Rogue One. Why don't we follow up with uh, with yours there, Dan? Go ahead and give us one of yours from 2017. Ah, oh, you're forcing my number one here, man. Yeah. Well, that's... Hey, whatever. It's uh, The Last We're Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi was good. Yep. I enjoyed it. I watched it again recently and realized how much I really liked that too. movie. It is extremely well done. That's going to be controversial to a lot of motherfucking people. To which hey. I say, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Thank Star you for Wars. being a fan. It's, Star Wars, Ryan right. it's more Star Wars. And it's... There, there are some things in there that I have to admit I even found a little crazy. But the overall story for the whole movie is just great. Yeah. The acting is wonderful. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro shows up. Yes. So much fun in that. <laughs> like, oh my god. He shows up in a lot of things. And uh, I just, I, I really wish we could see the, the was it the Trevor Collins cut or what, is it, what Colview? Wait, like, what the hell's his name? You the know. guy who was going to do the original ninth one. The he original. did, he did a uh, Jurassic World. Oh I, yeah. I don't know. Damn it. Don't ask him. <laughs> You're the movie guy. This information. Yes, yeah, I right. do. You're the one. <laughs> You're the one bringing it up. Have the info. Colin Trevow. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's like when they released the whole oh, it was going to be called Duel of Fates, and here's a bunch of artwork that could have happened, and like okay, I didn't bother looking at it because. Or that, I suppose that was a new one, but... Like the Snyder still. Cut, we will never see. Right. <laughs> you keep saying that we might, but I haven't even seen the first one. Yeah, that. same here. Yeah. But DC doesn't do as good as the movies, but we're talking Star Wars. Right. 
I but mean, there's the, the throne room fight scene. Oh, absolutely yes. amazing! Right, some people, of the best. People didn't like that. That snow didn't would... turn out to be oh, what, what they boy. what they wanted it to be. I really feel like they changed that where that was going, and that's why people were so butthurt. Is because the fan theories didn't pan out. Right, exactly. Oh yeah, people get really angry about that. Okay, so write the movie and get it produced and make it. Start exactly. bitching on the internet about it. Right. That's right. a challenge for you. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was good. I'm with you too. I didn't. It didn't make my list, but it was up there. There's not a lot to say on it. It's a Star Wars movie. It's good. Everyone knows the controversies around it. But right. I liked it. That's why I made my list. And, and you get to without see, it, you get to see Mark Hamill on screen as Luke Skywalker again, finally. Right, see him drink that milk right from Chewy. the That was amazing. And, it was uh, great. Throw his old lightsaber. His dynamic with, with the little porgy the things. Oh my god. Introduced to porks. Love it. Yep. Still blows my mind that you've had all of Force Awakens for the only part of Luke Skywalker is here's the lightsaber. Yeah. And yeah, it's literally followed up with just... Fun. It's great, though. Shows where he's at. Yeah. Yep, I liked it a lot. Who wants to go next? All right. So why don't... Uh, and Jake, take the next one. Oh boy! Well, staying kind of in that same realm of fantasy and all that stuff. Logan. Aha! I mean, I've always been a huge Wolverine fan since back in the day when I used to watch the cartoon with my mother. And you know, Hugh Jackman's final performance as the Weapon X. No. Patrick Stewart <coughs> yeah. as his. Now confirmed final performance as Professor Xavier. And it was just, I liked the old man Logan comic. And it was obviously, it was different. But, they but it was so well done. The drama and the emotion in that film. It just was so good. I loved every second of it. You you felt the stakes in it. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, he's, he's a little worried. Yeah, you know? oh, no, it was good stuff. Yeah, they, they played out how he was breaking down very well. Exactly. Steve, you know? Steven Merchant. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I can watch him in anything. Yeah, he's in a lot of things, and he's good. You know. I think I saw this. Uh, of course, it's in the future and all that. And... We saw this over at Chunky's, didn't we? No, I didn't see it in theaters, I no, don't think. I thought nope. we saw it together. I didn't see it until I ended up buying it. Because I'm like, I'm, I think I it was me and like you. It. I it. At Chunkies? <coughs> I remember because Christina was mad. Yeah. <laughs> One of the few times now. Yeah, and of course you get to see, you know, X-23, or, like, she's the, just... The future of... Yeah. She was always such a good character. You know, she was almost better than Wolverine and just, to a certain oh, degree. The way it ends, though, turning that cross, turning it to the X. Yep. Not a dry eye in the crowd. Ugh. Just no. perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, it was just... So another another Marvel. Really that's a... Uh... Yep, Different company, Marvel. though. This one was well, yeah, Fox Sony, Studios. Yeah, so Fox 20th Sony Century. Were, yeah. I know, but still. X-Men is Marvel. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's all I mean by that. Maybe not Marvel Studios. Sorry. Right. Disney. But you don't own everything. Yet. Yet. Yes. Right. We could be for sale. Let's right. talk. 
<laughs> We're very cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. We won't ask for a raise for a little while, but contracts will be there. <laughs> Just let us into uh, Galaxy Run, Smuggler's Run, whatever it is. Galaxy's Edge, that's it. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Rise of the Resistance. Well, that's the ride. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I want. I want to do that and build a lightsaber. Well, everybody does. I know. It's the washing machine. Okay. That is so cool. <laughs> no, it's yelling at me because it's not working right. Oh. That's not cool. I thought it was saying it was done. <laughs> All so, right. Anyways, so yeah. I don't. Uh, I'll jump in with my uh, with one of my films from uh, 2017. I'll go uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Not heard of this. Not heard of it. Heard not of it. heard of it. It's got Francis McDormand in it. Yeah, Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson, Sam like Rockwell, Fargo. Peter Dinklage, uh, Sounds like a good crowd. John Hawks. Yep, Sam Rockwell is good. Oh, it was Sam Rockwell won uh, best supporting actor for this he one. Did, yeah. Oh damn. He he plays this uh, this deputy sheriff uh, type character that has a drinking problem, lives with his mother uh, just is is a product of the town that he lives in and the whole story of this is Francis McDormand's daughter was uh, was raped and murdered and uh, it's been I believe 13 months since it happened and there's been no movement or anything with the uh, investigation so uh, she purchases these billboards right outside of town and puts up uh, 13 months or raped and murdered 13 months of no arrests or anything. Uh, uh, calling, of... calling out the sheriff in town <coughs> who's played by Woody Harrelson. Right. And... I've heard a true crime story related to something like this. Yeah, it's, isn't it based off of a true story? I want to say so. Uh, I don't know if it's exactly Inspired the same. Inspired by? Probably. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anytime they say based on, I mean, oh, they said Texas Chainsaw Massacre was based off a true story, and that was all lies. So. Right. Yeah, some dude hit somebody with a chainsaw once and went, oh my God, we're making that into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to see it. Small town where. Of course, she puts this up and causes all sorts of controversy. Everyone starts coming at her like, Sheriff's a good man. Like, you've got to take that down. And uh, John Hawks plays her uh, ex-husband who has this young girlfriend now who's just dumb as a doornail. She's, so, uh, it, it's pretty funny. Uh, Peter Dinklage is a um, local man who's just... You can tell he's in love with Frances McDormand, want, wants to be with her, and she's just blows him off all the time. Like, doesn't take him seriously, anything like that. Goes on a pity date with him, like, just to, is, is embarrassed to be out seen with him. But it, it's, it's a great, sad story. Uh, uh, definitely not uh, the happiest of endings. Um, Woody Harrelson is just heartbreaking in it. He, uh, the compassion he brings to the sheriff role, even though uh, he's dealing with this tough situation, because obviously he wants to help her. Like he's he's trying to help her. Like they did investigations, but I mean things like that could be anybody passing through town. Not the easiest crime to solve. Exactly, and just performances all around. Powerhouse performances. If you haven't seen it, see it. Yeah, I'll take the time sometime. It's it, it's a quick watch too. It uh, it, it doesn't it, 
it moves along. It doesn't feel long. Right. Uh, yeah, three billboards. I'm going to check it out sometime. Yeah, why don't you go ahead? Uh, what's your uh, second one? My second one is because I'm a huge fan of horror and suspense, and you don't get enough of these that are actually half-decent. 47 meters down, the original one. Stars Mandy Moore, Claire Holt, Matthew Modine, Yanni Gelman, Chris Johnson, Santagio Segura. Basically, it's a story about two sisters that are out on vacation. And basically, one convinces the other one to go cage diving. See sharks, have fun, and of course... Halfway down, winch breaks. Yeah. So the cage is stuck down there. Not a huge deal to start with. Have they ever seen a movie before? Uh, no. Usually, I think they go into the mindset of they haven't seen these movies. I know it's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they say the term. I'll be right back at some point in the movie. Oh jeez. Um, but yeah. So you know, obviously, they're trying to stay in contact with the boat. They're just within range of the walkie-talkies. They have the movie is extremely dark. Like they they black out everything around the cage. And was one of the things I love about this movie is because just the the lighting that they give you is the lighting they would have. And that's what makes it just feel so closed in as then obviously there's problems trying to replace the winch. Cage gets let go. They fall yeah. to the bottom out of very uh, radio range. I don't want to give too much away from here, but from there it just remains a very claustrophobic, very dark, very intense and suspenseful film. Very good if you're a fan of horror. Surprisingly underrated. Yeah, I don't even know if I heard of it. I, I definitely heard of it. Of horror. I the did. second one is not as good. The first one captures just some good magic in there. For horror that is a genre lacking and doesn't make you care enough about right. what is happening, this film does a great job. Right. Because I thought, what was that stupid one? Open Water did a horrible job. Of oh, that yeah. That movie was so and This movie's bad. ending, too, is extremely good. So bad. Definitely oh. recommend it, even just for the ending of the film. That's my movie. 47 meters. Okay. Yeah, if you're a fan of horror, that's the pick. Well, I mean, surprise, surprise for me, let's just keep rolling the Marvel train. Thor fucking Ragnarok, man. That was definitely an honorable mention they online. Open that yeah. movie. I yeah. I've had to have watched that a hundred times on Netflix. He's just sitting in that cage talking to the skeleton. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Or they would show oh, you talking about again. Thor, yeah. son of Odin. Oh, you know, of course, Sir Clancy Trust. Brown son playing Thor, which is great. You know, Chris Hemsworth as Thor always is spot on. Yeah, I mean, he's beautiful. He's an Adonis. It, it was such a... A different a, take. Exactly. It's the what fun. a rebound because after the, Dark World. Dark World, Dark World really wasn't that good. Exactly. But... Honestly, I mean, the first two were iffy for me, especially when you compare it to this one. Well, yeah, it's just first so much fun. Too, but like, I mean, obviously, Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the best Marvel character, hands down. Like, he's just so good at that role. And I'm so glad we're gonna get more of him. Oh yeah. You know, Kate Blanchett is hella. Oh wow. my God, she just her kills him. Yeah. And continues the tradition of do not yeah. trust an elf. Right. She grabs onto that fucking hammer and just shatters into yep. pieces and his world just falls apart. Right and in the like, beginning. Oh. And he her... just elbow returns his freaking Heimdall, which is always good. 
Her ability, that ability to just throw out blades. Oh, yeah, that make just, weapons out of nothing. Oh, my God. Amazing. Devastating. You know, and then, of course, you get to Sakaar and Jeff Goldblum oh. shows up <laughs> as the Grandmaster. Yes. Like, Who else are you going to get to play him? No, all he did was, <laughs> like, why? That's not a melt stick offense. What are you doing? Run that away. <laughs> but at the same time, he's just melting people. Yep. Like, effing crazy. Carl Urban. The Skurg, I've always loved him. Yeah, he's great. Urban, yeah. yeah. You know, and he redeems himself. Of course, Korg was one of the best characters in the Korg whole and I mean, just, the, the Yeah, Korg and Meek. The, sitting there, you know, oh, you know, yeah, let's start a revolt. Okay, yeah, sure, you know. Oh, we're going to take this spaceship. <laughs> yeah, all right. Like, it was just so freaking he's so hilarious, but it was so <laughs> serious at the same time. He, he's just so lovable and will go along with anything you say. Yeah. He's one of those characters... He has Meek, he has yeah. passion, but it just comes across so calmly. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, yeah. Oh, Meek, no, no, Meek's dead. Yeah, step on him on the bridge. Oh, no, Meek's alive. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. You know, Thor has to finally take responsibility and be king of fucking Asgard at the end. Like, right, not Thor, god of uh, hammers. Right, that was a little bit of a twist, right there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's not about saving. Asgard, because Asgard's Asgard's a people. people. Yeah, the themes in it were great, the performances were great, the fights, I mean, when he fights Hulk in the friggin' arena, it was hilarious. It was like, yes, I know this guy! Part of me wishes they hadn't shown it in the the trailer. Right. Oh, yeah, (laughs) there's certain things that would have been so great to keep back, but it's such a great moment. Valkyrie shows up, that... Right, I have the interruption Valkyrie. Man. Absolutely love that scene because she just gets out bottle in yeah. hand, coming yeah. down her app, and just <laughs> falls right out. And, but doesn't even phase her. She's just standing yeah. up, just slowly, just like, oh, that hurt for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just so good. And you know, we got to fly up the devil's anus. <laughs> like, right, the names they picked for yeah, some of this stuff. The portals and shit. Oh, it was so and good. yeah, you mentioned earlier the, a good time. the Doctor Strange scene. Oh, yep. I actually watched Midgard. it. On my flight, one of the flights to Aruba, and didn't have any headphones, didn't want to pay for the headphones, so I watched it with subtitles. And I was dying the whole time. I'm like, this is freaking great. And then when I finally watched it with the music and the yeah. commentary, oh, yeah, you, it was oh, yeah, dude. like, oh my god, this is so much better. Because yeah, when it, that first scene, it breaks into Led Zeppelin there. It's just so freaking great. He's just whipping the hammer around and it's like, yeah. yes! That's what you want to see out of Thor. Yeah, exactly. Just kicking ass. Best choice of soundtrack since either Guardians of the Galaxy or a Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, speaking of great soundtracks, that's going to bring me to my next film, uh, Baby Driver, which uh, is entirely music-driven. Uh, this uh, stars Ansel Elgort as Baby. Uh, it's got John Hamm, Jamie Foxx, John Bernthal... Uh, Lily James, Elsa Gonzalez, Flea is in it. Yep. Is there another name in there? Another Edgar name? Wright. Oh. oh. Well, Edgar Wright is the director. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, and yeah, there's another name, but yeah. he, he shall not be named right now. <laughs> uh, that's the, that seriously is the only down part about this movie, his, his association with it now. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Baby, uh, of course, played by Ansel. Uh, He's this skilled driver that uh, uh, he has uh, tinnitus, 
uh, due to a, an accident he had when he was a kid. Uh, his parents were killed. Uh, and, I mean, of course, what movie would it be if the hero's parents were alive? Right. Uh, well, I mean, what what better reason to go into heroism than well, a tragic background? Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, if you can call him a hero, he's he's working with the bad guys. They're the they're bank robbers, uh, and he's the getaway driver. Didn't say hero for which side. Well, exactly. you could be a right. hero for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from a certain point of view. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I told you it was the truth. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, the, the it hits you right in the beginning. It uh, starts off with uh, uh, bell bottoms, the and everything is lined up with each beat of the song. Every note is uh, lined up with what you're seeing on screen. If he's flicking the the wipers on, it's because a certain part of the song is happening. He's just. Because of the tinnitus, he's always listening to music. So he's just synced every little part of his life up to up to the exact second of what's happening in songs. Uh, to a point where he stops the group from getting out of the car at one point to go into the robbery because the music hasn't got to the point yet. He's like, no, no, wait. Okay, now you can go. And just because he's waiting for the music to hit that right beat. And that's one of the things that makes him so good. Because he's... Uh, constantly everything's right on time exactly he's looking for the next step he's just one step ahead of everybody uh i should say that his boss that he's working for is kevin spacey he who uh, shall not be named apparently. yes <laughs> uh and i mean at this point he was putting in great performances and to, to, yes he's great in this because i mean he always is uh but no, John Hamm, he plays this kind of lovable guy at first and just has this great kind of character arc where you see him, uh, you see him really grow and then something happens to him that completely crashes everything down and uh, he blames it all on Baby and everyone just kind of, just winds up turning on him. Uh, he really is this, just kind of, He's not doing anything to hurt anyone else. He's trying to to do what's best for him and to help them out. He's not like doesn't have any ulterior motives. But anyway, uh, Edgar Wright, like I said, he's uh, I Shaun, myself, of the, Shaun of the Dead, the uh, Hot Fuzz. Mm. Uh, can't recommend this one enough. Yeah, wanted to see it, just never did. Same. Yeah. That's one I saw probably two or three times in theaters too. Um, so yeah, back to uh, what we've got now We're into 2018. Uh, I believe that we each have a uh, similar one here too. So why don't we go ahead and uh, start the first one off, Jake? If you want to give your first one here, have well, you um, Danny, set things off? What's that? What? What? Well, no. Have you started things off here? Okay. Yeah. Danny mentioned earlier being a big horror fan. I myself, big horror fan. Finally sat down and watched this a couple months ago. Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. John Krasinski Mm -hmm. and Emily Blunt, married couple, doing a movie together. He directed it. 
what a change for this guy to go from comedy to this. Like, sometimes they can't pull it off. But I think he did well in this movie. It was tense throughout. And he had just... I watched this movie on a plane for the first time, and yep. even in that setting, it is extremely intense and suspenseful. Yeah, it was. It was good. I liked it a lot. You know, I almost switched my vote to Bohemian Rhapsody because I just watched that like a, two weeks ago, and that was really good. I want to see that. I was here when we watched it. Really good. I own it, and I have not seen it. But being as big a horror fan as I am, and like you said, they don't get enough recognition. This one, when I finally watched it, it definitely hit, hit the right spot. And I could see what people are talking about being in a theater full of people uh-huh. right. watching it. And, you know, That's what I all of a sudden somebody says crunching on some popcorn. It's like, oh, God, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, <laughs> oh, just everything about it. You know, the way they freaking start the off with well. the freaking kid picking up the thing. And it's like, no, you know, and they're all doing the hand signals. It's like, no, too loud. And. Of course, his sister gives it to him. It's like, oh, don't you put those fucking batteries. Oh, don't do it. And dum, dum, dum. Yeah. And then there you go. And it just, they get caught in the friggin' silo and shit. It was just tense. Who, though, in that situation, yeah, has, who get in that situation gets their wife pregnant? That just does not seem like a prank move. I mean, yeah. Well, now that they've released the the trailer for the the new one. It's unclear at what point she was pregnant? Like she could have been yeah, pregnant she could before, have been pregnant before because happened. he's not. They weren't together before this happened. By the look of it, like oh shit, yeah, right. They weren't. They weren't in the same place anyway. Right from the, from the trailer anyway. She it looked like she was trying to get home to him, or at least home. Anyway. I don't know. I kind of got it out of more that she was just trying to escape with her kids, and he kind of showed up, or they showed up at him. So we'll have, we'll have to watch it and find out. Yep. Comes out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first one was good. So, definitely. If you like horror and you want to just be on the edge of your seat for whatever it is, like an hour and a half. Movies like that can't be that long. (coughs) Exactly. Yeah. You can't go that long. No. Yeah. No. You got to have a time limit there. 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, An hour and a half. You know. Hour and a half of definitely edge of your seat. Like, oh boy, what's going to happen? And some shit happens. It's pretty gnarly. So, very well done horror movie. Mm-hmm. Better than Forty Seven Meters Down. I'll definitely give it that. And uh, kind of funny, we go from a quiet place right into uh, another one for me. This is funny. We've got three mo- three years, and uh, <laughs> out of the three years, at least one of mine has been a musical or music related <laughs> movie. And uh, this one, I'm going uh, Star Is Born. The uh, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. And God damn it, Bradley Cooper, can he just, can there be something he's not good at? Because he, he's a great actor, and then he goes and directs this, uh, which he's great at directing. I believe he was nominated for Best Director on this. He can sing, and he's the, one of the most handsome actors in Hollywood, too. It's just, it's not fair, Bradley, stop it. <laughs> be be bad at something. Uh can he sing? I just said, yeah, he's a, he's a great right, singer. Right. Um, I have not seen this movie. Obviously, no, I, I have heard of it. But... No, he. he oh, yeah. Sam Elliott <laughs> is in it as well. Uh, he plays uh, Bradley's brother, and in it, Bradley's singing style is uh, very 
reminiscent of a uh, like a Sam Elliott type uh, if he were to sing uh, if you can kind of envision that but but no when you hear uh, Shallow whenever that's on that's him singing uh, it's it's, of course, it. a remade. I think this is the third or fourth time this story has been told, so it, it's not original in that sense. Uh, it's it's all about the performances. I mean, he's able to take Lady Gaga, who is already a, I mean, yeah, it, international star, like right. a megastar, and make her uh, believable as a a nobody who's trying to to become someone. And, uh, of course, she's beautiful uh, to begin with, but to see her uh, kind of, like, in a natural way, not all played up the way that she always does with her, like, meat dresses or anything like that. Right. Just being herself. Arriving in eggs. That probably might be my favorite. <laughs> right. I don't know. I like the Kermit the Frog one. <laughs> Uh, but Dave Chappelle was in this as well. This is one of his uh, returns after his uh, his hiatus. Uh, oh my God! You see, I do not know how many older people came out of that movie at the theater talking about this wonderful actor that they had never heard of named Dave Chappelle. And I am just like, oh dear Lord, I hope you don't go look up his other material. Yeah, <laughs> go watch Half Baked. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I, another one I can't recommend enough. I'm a big music guy. Obviously, it influences a lot of uh, a lot of my decisions. I think film needs that uh, that aspect to really put it together. Uh, you could have a great film, but if the soundtrack isn't there, it really just knocks it down for me anyway. So yeah, Stars Born. See it. Then, what's uh, what's your first one before we get into our final film of the night? Yeah, I love how we share the same final three. But I mean, how can you not choose that one? Right. But beforehand, I I will say that my movie is Game Night. Uh, it's a mystery so crime movie that stars Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, Jesse Plemons, Kyle Chandler. Lamorne Morris, Billy Magnuson, and Sharon Horgan. And is basically uh, to up their game night one night, uh, Jason Bateman's brother decides that uh, he's going to stage a kidnapping and murder scene, and they will have to figure out the mystery. Unfortunately, the timing sets up where someone actually tries to kidnap and murder him in this time. So the rest of the night, the group were part of this game night. Believe it's a game and are trying to track down what are actual murderers and find his brother. It leads to some absolutely hilarious moments. I mean, Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman together are just amazing. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Oh my I, god. The, I have never laughed harder. That just dude him plays standing the next to the mailbox. <laughs> I hope you have a pleasant evening. The dude always plays the weird guy, and I feel so bad, but he is so perfect in that. We're just like, oh, you guys having a game night? No, 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 no one's coming over. <laughs> I, I noticed you have three bags of Tostitos chips. <laughs> yeah, 
was uh, buy one, get two free. How can that possibly be profitable for Frito-Lay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in uh, this economy, it's uh, crazy. <laughs> oh, it definitely recommend it. it. It's amazing from start to finish. And, I almost picked it. Oh, I mean, I had this movie beat out A Quiet Place, Black Panther, which I absolutely love. Yeah, Black Panther was great. The Meg, which probably get a couple yeah. few looks, but that's just one of those movies where you, if you go in knowing hey. this isn't real and it's just a fun ride, good movie. Oh, hey, yeah. it's your favorite, not the best. Right. Right. Because I could also pick Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World. Ah, oh, I like how it got dark yeah, at the end, but that—that's that honorable mentions. <laughs> it, they get a good horror element at the end of that movie. It's—it's it's definitely worth watching. But it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. But that's—that's that's my first pick. It's game night. I love, I love the surprise. Uh, the, who's it? The Bulgarian? Is it, or is it the Bolivian? Who's oh, the, I think it's the Bulgarian. Uh, the surprise uh, TV star. Uh, who was it? It was Michael C. Hall. Was it Michael C. Uh, Hall? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that is Michael right. Michael C. Hall shows up at the end. He's the one. This movie all, everything. It also has John Francis Daly and Chelsea Peretti, but yeah, oh my god, I am oh, such Chelsea a huge Peretti. fan of Michael <laughs> C. Hall. And now that I remember that part, anytime I just hear him doing an accent that is not Dexter, I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. no. Have you guys seen The Crown? Nope. He plays JFK. I haven't got there yet. I am shit at accents, and I love you, Michael C. Hall, but I could have played this better. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I love Game Night, too. I saw that in theaters he, a couple times. He probably would have been better as Robert Kennedy. <laughs> but yes, no, Game Night, absolutely amazing. Another one that I love, Michael C. Hall, who plays the somewhat bad guy. The other one's, uh, uh, what the hell's a draw butler film, Game Time, or something like that. Oh, uh, The Gamer. Yeah, game yeah The Gamer. Time. But I'm just gamer, yeah. We should move on to our final film of the evening. Oh, final boy. film of the evening. You cannot uh, say I enough mean, about this film except for the follow-up. It's 2018, so, I mean, the biggest film of the year, one of the biggest films of all time. I think it's, what, number three, number two, something like that? Yeah. Uh, three, I believe. And, yeah. Uh, just keep the Marvel going for my list. Yeah. <laughs> this is, of course, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. And how can it not be? Dun, dun. Right. What a dun, way to dun. tie in everything that they've been doing. We get right from the beginning. Oh. It starts off and hits you with, here's Thanos, and he's real. Yeah. Right. This, I, goodbye, Loki. Right, the fact that they did this from Thanos' point of view was right. the it absolute was a, right way to go. It was essentially a Thanos movie. Yeah. Right. But it had that element of not just Thanos being a bad guy. It had... Oh yeah, his, Ebony uh, his henchmen and his oh. other henchmen, which Ebony oh. Ma, what a great character! You don't see enough psionics and stuff, and the, just the shit he can do. Right, Ebony Ma versus Doctor Strange, and he's basically yeah. whooping Doctor oh, Strange. So it's good. it's a moment you're like, like, damn, yeah, so good. And then of course Spider Man comes in oh, to help Spidey. when they're in New York. You know, yeah, they're on the bus. They're on the bus. Ass kicked by Thanos. Like that doesn't happen to the Hulk. <laughs> Ned, 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 I, I'm going to need a distraction. Oh my god, we're all going to yeah. die! Right, here's the thing. <laughs> Did he even hear him, or Hold was on. he just really I think he really just saw and, that. And this leads to one of the best cameos of Stan Lee just driving the bus going, what, you guys never seen a spaceship before? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Right? He's They've been in New York ones. how long? They should have seen them a few times. Yeah. Centurion <laughs> Invasion wasn't that long ago. <laughs> you know, and of course you got all, you got all the characters finally meeting up and stuff and oh, all yeah. the different interactions. And, and Tony and Doctor Strange together. Yeah. It's just amazing. Excuse me, are you selling tickets? Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, you're embarrassing you know. me in front of the wizards. <laughs> And it starts out and they're just arguing about the sandwich. Oh, I don't have any money to buy one. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know. And then they fucking go into space and meet the friggin' when Thor meets up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my Bringing the Guardians together, finally. friggin' hilarious, man. And the, the, what's great, too, is that this is directed by the, the Russo brothers. Right. Uh, so, not... Uh, not James, James Gunn, Gunn, but they still kept the same exactly. feel it's still for the when same you see feel them. Of the Guardians, like right. they come on and it's a Guardians movie, right? Uh, the, Except the when Thor walks hits, on that hits ship, right in too, because it's <laughs> yep. uh, the, the Rubber Man, I believe. Yeah, Rubber Band Man. Yep. Rubber Band Man. Yep. But uh, we all know who's the captain on this ship. Quill, are you deepening your voice? Right. No, I've always talked like this. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, him, Chris, and Chris there are just. Oh, the it's so Chris fun to watch. Too many. Right? It's by Chris Helmbrook and Chris Evans. Please, you're one sandwich away from Chris being Pratt. fat, Quill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was close. Finds in Star Trek. Yes, he is. <laughs> and Wonder Woman. Yep. Yep, he was in Wonder Woman. Which He's got good. his own superhero shit. You know, I don't know if that didn't they, make any of our list. You know, you go to the friggin'... I haven't seen it. Uh, nowhere, and you get the awesome scene with the friggin' collector, even though it's not really the collector. Oh, yeah. Uh, reality. Just love seeing Benicio del Toro on screen. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. Every time you see him. Yeah. But this movie also has some of the greatest fight scenes. Oh, yeah. But go back to that moment one last time. It's like when he has the whole collector, and you see that it's Thanos, and he actually goes to shoot Kumar, and it's just bubbles yep. coming out of it. Oh, that he moment makes of just the decision sinking. to. To complete his prom, he promised that he would do it. Yep, he tried. He would shoot her. Yep. Uh, if Thanos got her, and obviously it's, it was tough for him to do it because he's in Great, love with Gamora. And, yep. But does it? And it's bubbles. And it's bubbles. Thanos just fucking with him. Yeah, he just unravels friggin' Drax and. And right, and it turns Mantis into blocks. I hate people are like, oh, why doesn't he just use those powers all the time? Because he can't. Like, it, it takes a certain amount of strength to use the, the, the use stones. The Infinity Stones, yes. And you can't just use them anytime you right. want. Right. Like, that's, that's what makes yes. it real scary right from the get-go when he shows up and he's already got friggin' two or three of them. Right, like, he's got two to, break, oh, right to begin with. Right, you know, was it Xanthar yep, is Xanthar's gone? gone. Yep. Right, we find that out, just... Boom, gone. John C. Riley grabbed it. The crazy part, too, is like you see how easily he's defeated all these Asgardians as Mm -hmm. well as Thor. And then and then the Hulk comes in and just whoops him for like three seconds before they are just like, no, boom. No. I know how to fight. Oh yeah. It's that real moment of like they set the tone right then and there that it's just like, oh shit. Okay, he can go toe-to-toe with the Hulk. He's badass. But this movie is some of the best. I mean, Doctor Strange versus Thanos yep. is an absolutely amazing fight scene. Oh yeah, Tony versus Thanos. I mean, oh dude, well, when... he brings the moon down on him. He just... it on. I love how that comes up in the next one. He hit me with a moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh my god, yeah, right. I mean, could you just and imagine? Then, you know, they did a great job of putting out the trailers and not. Revealing any of this shit. Oh yeah, no. Like they, when they, Cap's holding onto his fucking gauntlet, and he's only got one stone in it or whatever, and it's like, 
And oh, so, all right. so much of it, too, like, making you believe that there's certain people running in the in the fights and where the yeah, banner the Wakanda fights. Banner yeah. getting banner. into the Hulkbuster, Hulkbuster armor yeah. was amazing. You know, Peter Dinklage as the friggin' dwarf and oh my yep. god, the giant dwarf. Yep. Oh, whatever the hell the name of that place was. Uh, that was, oh, it's, uh, that's a made-up name. It's like all words are made up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, when Thor makes Stormbreaker, and it's like we need a handle, and Groot's just like, I got this. <laughs> You'll yeah. die out there only if it kills me. Well, that, that's what me. it means. Yes. Like, yeah, so I'll die then? Yes. Yep. That, that's what killing you means. Right. <laughs> and yeah, he comes down. And of course, oh, and that epic just fucking with that hammer just I mean, cutting through yeah. everybody. I mean, him taking out Gamora was just heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. No, and then vision. The, I love that part though. Like, there's nothing you love, haha. And just the tear. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, Thor comes in for the kill, gets him right in the chest, right and he the looks heart. right at him. He goes, "You should have went for the head." Snap. Oh, half, half of, of everything. everything is gone. Half of all life. And it, and it's. I mean, is it, is it too, too soon for spoilers? No. No, it's 2018. Spider-Man breaking oh, well, fucking yeah. hearts. That was weird. And trying to. I like, don't want to go. I love how in interviews afterwards he was like, I was just trying to make him cry. Yeah, because <laughs> it was all ad-libbed. Yep. Oh. Yeah, their relationship has just grown over the movies and it's been awesome to watch. But it, it also, if you think about it too, with the, with the way, the way Spider-Man's... Uh, healing properties and everything works like he's getting torn apart like millions thousands of times right. so it's, spider it's sense. hurting him more just, than everyone else spider too. sense he can see it coming oh that's too, right yeah. he's, so, he's getting i don't want to go today. he's just knows what is coming can feel <sighs> every little bit of it oh, just, yeah <sighs> it is it really heartbreaking <clears throat> but that's what made this movie great too because i mean all, obviously with most other superhero movies the heroes win in the end, no matter right. what. This is that. This is that two-parter film series where it just boom. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, we needed to see that they're not just. Because that's the thing too. That it was so funny. Because I mean, leading up to this, you had so many people that are like, "Well, it won't make." Because obviously, if you follow the comics, you kind of had an idea of what might happen. But like, you're obviously most people are thinking Black Panther's not going to go anywhere because he's brand new, not right. Doctor Strange, and like to and see Spider-Man. which ones it- went, and you're just like. Bucky. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> right, Bucky was the first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They all just Rocket drop. never got that arm. Disappear. Oh, what a but... good cliffhanger to end on. Oh, what was it too? No one even knew that Falcon had disappeared. Like you, because Cheadle's looking for him. Just as. Yep. Oh, Gonzo. Such so, yeah. a good movie. It was. So heartbreaking. So Fucking good. awesome. I think I saw it two or three times in theaters. Yeah, like to, what I like too is like in that one you see the difference between like clear thinking, gotta plan Thanos, and then obviously the future one where it's like this is still somewhat savage. I'm using a blade Thanos kind right. of thing. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. Will be one of the greatest movies for all time. Oh yeah. Especially yeah, the whole setup. Great. There's never been a franchise to set up a movie series like this before. Right. The way they did it, you know. Really was these two movies are just they were the combination of so many years of work. Right, interesting to see where it goes. Like that again. Getting well, it all together. They're gonna try. 
Yeah, we'll yeah, see. It's, uh, we'll see. I mean, I hope. Oh, they haven't, <laughs> they right. haven't still really got done anything stories wrong yet, that so. they can do. But they've certainly changed things up now. But. Yeah, no. crazy part is that you still have a good at least amount of hero stuff to build with, oh. but you got to get people interested in some newer ones. Yep. It's a bright future for Marvel. Well, I mean, even if it's not, they're rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we got through uh, 16, 17, and 18 rather uh, painlessly. Uh, had a lot of similarities there, so that was good. Yep. Would have uh, been a few more, but uh, with the way it's set up, uh, yeah. Changed up a couple of mine, but I liked them for the better anyway. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, our next episode, we'll, we'll bring out uh, highlights of 2019, pick some of our favorite things to talk about. Uh, I just think it's... Personally, it would definitely be too, really, just impossible for me to pick two movies for this last year. Oh, please, we already know one that's on your list. There's no way Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not going to be on that list. Mm-hmm. You've seen it in yeah, theaters I, how many times, sir? I know. More times than Brady has rings. No, I know that. <laughs> but still, I just saw uh, 1917 and Jojo Ooh. Rabbit, and the two of them, I, yeah. I, I can't even... Describe Jojo Rabbit, how good that one was. And the way they shot 1917. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. That, that's the main reason I want to. Exactly. But anyway, that's for the next time. Thank you for uh, joining us here on uh, 2018. And uh, we hope to uh, see you again next time. Good night. Don't be a douche. Good advice. Yes, definitely. <laughs>